If you think you had mono for this entire past year, it probably was just that you were really bored. But then you found this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. Distinctions. Scanning for. Wayne's World. 1992. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 102, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. There's also a Patreon link if you'd like to be one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, my, uh, Michael Kelso, and a secret patron as well. Also, I want to say a special thank you to Katek Ruiz for sponsoring this episode and keeping us stocked up in, uh, what do they eat in Wayne's World? Pizza? White White Castle. White, oh yeah, White Castle, which I've never actually had. But and thank the you. Ritos. <laughs> there you. Nah, pizza Hut. <laughs> yep. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and I dream of drumming with Dreamweaver. Okay, not really, but uh, it was alliterative, which I enjoy. Um, and I predicted that Wayne's World would be a tragic movie. Oh wow. Of course, this is the first, I think the first movie we've covered that I had never seen it before. So, Paul, you had that with Predator, and yeah, now I'm having others. it. And a couple others. And I'm having it with Wayne's World. So we'll see how this goes. All right. Um, and now I already talked to him, but I'd like to introduce officially my good friend and co-host, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hi, Paul. Party on, Francisco. Party on, Paul. <laughs> and Paul, uh, speaking of partying on, uh, Parter, bleh, speaking of Parter, party, partying, partying on. on. That's a hard <laughs> word to say. Jeez. Uh, Better than potting on. That's true. Uh, here's my trivial question for you. The episode of The Twilight Zone from 1959 uh, that Garth describes to the audience doesn't actually exist. It's made yeah. up. Uh, Paul, are you a fan of The Twilight Zone? I guess enough to know that that wasn't a true episode. I wouldn't really call <laughs> yeah. myself a fan. I've only, I've seen like less than half of them, but um, I I try to catch them every so often when they do those uh, marathons they have on. Oh, some sure, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you a fan of the Hollywood Tower of Terror? Which is I haven't Twilight seen the, that movie with uh, what's no. Old, I'm just talking about the ride at Disneyland. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Are you so you're not upset that they're turning it into a Marvel ride? No. Okay, but well, I know so I know several people who are my oh, okay. including. Oh, sorry, Valerie. But enough of that. Now we got introduce our guest host this time. We would like to welcome back to the show Chris Cowan, host of the Pop Mockers podcast and lots of other podcasts. If you'd only get more done, I want to hear more Pop Mockers, Chris. But welcome uh, back. Sorry, no, that's fine. <laughs> but thanks for thanks for having me on the show. This. This gets to be my podcasting time. I've been on a little hiatus the last few months, and I'll, I'll get back to it. Awesome, but, uh, awesome. It's 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 nice to be here. You you provide me with my uh, podcasting. Fix. What do you call it? Hit. Yeah. Hit, there yeah. You go. Fix that I need. We're happy to be yeah, your hit. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. No problem. <laughs> um, 
So, Chris, this is actually marks your sixth time on uh, the Retro Rewind podcast. So, you are now promoted to chief entertainer. So, congrats on your promotion. About freaking time! I wasn't uh, wasn't too happy with the the (laughs) The last (laughs) the last uh, episode hundred. You felt kind of gypped. Promoted over you, yeah. Yeah, my buddy Nate getting better. Better status than me? Not well, cool, bro. Now Not you're cool. equal. And if you're on right. even more than him, you can surpass him and become a senior officer. Sweet. Then I can become even more equal. <laughs> no, yes. you'd be above him if, you, if you're if you on. Yeah, right. Even him. more equal. Right. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> Don't question it. Okay. I won't. It's science. Of course. Of course. Of senior officer. Um. And I want to point out, if you enjoy listening to Chris this episode, go back to our 100th episode, like we mentioned, on GoldenEye. Or uh, if you want to just hear Chris and me and Paul, uh, go to our What About Bob episode, which was slash 88. Uh, but speaking of science, uh, Chris, I have a completely scientific trivial question for you. Uh, Alice Cooper uh, came to the set under the impression that he would be performing musically for the film with one line. Upon arrival, he was surprised to be handed an entire monologue to memorize and shoot with a small amount of time to do so. (laughs) However, Cooper is known to be a history buff outside of his music career. So, Chris, my question for you is, are there any scholarly pursuits that you would say you are a buff of that most people may not know? Um, Yeah, a little bit. Um, Comic strip history, actually. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know how scholarly that is. Well, but, it's uh, art history, I would say, in yeah. the vein of that. So that's no, cool. but I, I, I have well, it depends uh, on which comic strip you're talking about. Okay. Whether it's art I, or not. I have I have uh, several collections of of lots of different comic strips, tons of Dick Tracy, and oh, nice. I have the Smithsonian uh, collection of newspaper comics. Um, so wow, it dates it has collections of comics from the very first comic strips when they were just it was oh, a brand man. new concept. Um, so characters like the Yellow Kid and stuff like that were, were oh, there. Oh, sure, and, Yellow Kid. And includes all the stuff from from then till, you know, relatively recent. And so that's lots of fun to pick up every now and then. Um, but, yeah, uh, com- comic strip history and then kind of um, some animation history, you know, particularly regarding Walt Disney and stuff. So Very nice. cool. Awesome. I had no idea. And now I'm yeah. glad I know. Uh, Knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. And uh, Chris, I'd also like to know, what was your prediction for Wayne's World? Uh, It was a a tough call because I hardly remember it. Mm -hmm. Like, I only remember a couple scenes. Um, But I went with with Nostalgic. Okay, nice. And Paul, I seem to have forgotten. What was your prediction for Wayne's World? I'm going to bring a little balance to this episode and call, and I uh, predicted this movie would be a classic. Okay. Wow. So you're bringing balance to the podcast. Does that make you Anakin of this show? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, uh, why don't you hop in your speed racer? Dang it. (laughs) Speeder? Hop in your pod racer. And uh, enter the course for Alice for this episode, please, Paul. All right, Alice. Let's have a roundtable discussion on Wayne's World and talk about what we liked and what we didn't like and even include what we liked most and didn't like most. Whoa. Uh, 
Yeah. And then we'll uh, come back for some feedback and announcements. Sounds good. Alice, please find that target for us. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. From the basement of Wayne and Garth. Excellent. Comes the most high octane. I think I'm gonna pull a chug. Vitamin backed. I'm getting tired of holding this. Show. That's what she said. Industrial strength. From this height, you could really hock a loogie on someone. Adventure of all time. Hi, Wayne. It's Wayne. It's God. It's Wayne's world. We're not mental or anything, so don't be afraid. Rated PG-13. Now playing at theaters everywhere. We may not be mental, but we do have a memory mind melt synopsis of Wayne's World, and here it goes. Wayne Campbell, Mike Myers, and Garth, not Garth Brooks, but Dana Carvey, have a small local TV show filmed in Wayne's basement. Wayne tries to get with the girl singer whose band is playing ballroom dance. There's a scene with a scene with Mike Myers in his underwear riding up his butt a bit. (laughs) The Wayne's World... TV show gets a corporate sponsor from Noah's Arcade. Honestly, I don't remember much at all from this movie, but I remember a part where they're talking about not being a sellout to sponsors while they flash a pizza hut lid and other conspicuous products at some point. Then Wayne and Garth meet Alice Cooper and later headbang to Bohemian Rhapsody. It ends with uh, different endings, including Scooby-Doo ending, where Wayne gets the girl and Rob Lowe, the villain in the film, learns to be good. Uh, some of that was correct, but I was a little flip-flopped, so I'll call it Incepted. That's right. It was Incepted, like I said. But, uh, Paul, uh, let's not incept the technicals of the production of Wayne's World. Lay, the, lay those out for us, please. All right, Wayne's World. It's rated PG-13, runs an hour and 34 minutes, and it came out in theaters in the USA on February 14th, 1992. So it's a Valentine's Day movie for all you lovebirds out there. (laughs) Yeah, let me get right to Wayne's World for Valentine's. (laughs) Directed by Penelope Spears, and it stars um people you probably never heard of like mike myers dana carvey rob lowe tr carrera uh rob rob lowe yeah i'm I'm kidding okay and uh colleen camp you know who she is right i don't actually that was she in wayne's world yeah oh okay yeah she's mrs vandercott or anyway she plays uh (laughs) yvette the maid on clue Oh, I didn't realize that. That's cool. And uh, Chris Farley and Brian Doyle Murray were all, and Robert Patrick were also in this, right, Right, Paul? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Okay. A lot of good cameos, yeah. Um, Speaking of some of them, though, uh, we've had some of these actors on previous uh, movies we've covered, including aforementioned Chris Farley. He was in Beverly Hills Ninja, which you can listen to our episode on at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 44. Also, Tia Carrera was in True Lies, which you can go back at slash 54. Brian Doyle Murray, who I didn't realize was Bill Murray's brother. I thought that was kind of cool. Yes, of course. Um, He was also in Groundhog Day. 
with Bill Murray uh, for Slash 73. And Robert Patrick, who was Terminator 2, was in Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which was Slash 90. Uh, hey, so you want to know something fun? You know the uh, the blonde girl that Garth looks at in the uh-huh. like the, the hot model? Uh-huh. She is actually married to Dan Aykroyd. Really? They have three kids together, yeah. That's a weird confluence, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for that info, Paul. Yeah, you're can, welcome. Can you give us any info on the budget and uh, how this movie did? Yeah, the budget of this movie was around $20 million and went on to make over $180 million. What? Oh, my word. I had Dang. no idea. And, and plus $54 million in rentals alone. You always bring in the rentals. I appreciate your thoroughness in the That's good. In the That's how part. I watched it originally, rental. Oh, okay. Nice. I wasn't going to see that when I was like, like seven, <laughs> seven when that came out. <laughs> my dad's like, hey, let's go see this. <laughs> Somewhat raunchy. Uh... <laughs> yeah, dad. <laughs> Good job, Chris's dad. Son. Good job, Chris's dad, on keeping on shielding Chris from this movie. This he took me to see Jurassic Park in theaters for some reason. That's okay for a seven or eight year old. But oh yeah, you won't be scarred from, with nightmares from that at all. No, yeah. it's just yeah. cuddly dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about the cuddlier parts of this movie or the, the parts of Wayne's World we liked. Uh, let's start with our guest, Chris. What's one thing you liked about Wayne's World? Um, There's some really good dialogue in there in, in a couple moments. I really liked uh, just some of the randomness, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Garth's line about, um, did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive oh. <laughs> when he put on a dress? <laughs> just random stuff like yeah. that. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. Which apparently that no. was... No. <laughs> Not even no. a little, Paul? No. <laughs> um, go, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. No, and just, and just kind of really, I think... Uh, no, I'll save that, actually. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I was, was going to comment on that, though, that I read in the trivia that that was ad-libbed by oh, yeah. uh, Dana yes. Carvey. Oh, really? Yeah, and <laughs> that... Uh, so the laugh from michael myers is actually an authentic laugh because he found it very funny <laughs> oh, um, nice. and i i think you know what bugs bunny dressed up as a girl i could see i could see that i mean it's that's not for me but i'm, I'm just saying it's all not right. outside the realm of possibility the queens all right oh maybe bohemian rhapsody i don't know <laughs> <laughs> nice pull there paul um what's something you liked paul about this movie I like the little cameos from the different people that I recognize from different movies and stuff. Like, yes. Um, like Robert Patrick. Yes. Oh, that was great. That was. <laughs> yes. Now, did you remember that when watching it? Like, we talked I, about... Yeah, I remember that, and you, I like either you sent me the clip or I looked it up, and I oh, watched it. Oh, you looked it, it up. And you, That's what you did, you and, cheater. <laughs> and you told me, oh, no, you ruined the movie yourself. And I'm yeah. like... But it kind of came so late in the movie, I'm like... Maybe that was Wayne's World too because I haven't seen this part yet, and I couldn't but think of how it come in. What's great about it is when you don't expect it, and you're yeah. like, "Yes, <laughs> that was pretty good." I I enjoyed it in the context of the movie just fine. Uh, um, it's were, not the same. Oh my gosh! <laughs> were there any uh, cameos that you appreciated, Chris? Um, I mean, Chris Farley is great. I love yeah. Chris Farley. Totally. Uh, yeah. Um, 
and then uh, I, I think a lot of the others were just kind of like enjoying seeing you know people in it. But mm-hmm. Chris Farley was the main yeah. cameo where I'm like, I love Chris Farley, yeah. so seeing him On- in the movie is awesome. Honestly, I wish he put a little more energy into it in that that small little role he had. Well, I wish he was in there really? more. I wish they had come oh, back yeah. to him again or something. I, but yeah, I felt like his energy was the right level, and like I think this is even his first movie, so maybe he was still getting adjusted yeah. to. He's still green. Movies, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. It felt very Chris Farley. Yeah, it felt very totally. you know like it like down by the river guy like very. <laughs> Like with the, the hand motions, everything. Yeah, I, know, was, uh, I would say almost a more, a more. Um, what am I gonna say? What am I trying to think? A more educated a Tommy Chris boy, part. I guess, is what I'm trying <laughs> to think of. Just like less like yeah, maybe. flunky zany, yeah. but yeah, just but yeah. still the same type of lovable yeah. guy. Um, cool. Uh, something. Sure. Sure, why not? Uh, something I really enjoyed, and this is always something I, I like in movies, is breaking the fourth wall and just how they address the audience, Wayne and Garth, throughout. I just like that so much. I don't know why I'm a sucker for that, but I, I feel like, I guess I feel more pulled into the movie maybe mm-hmm. or something like that, but it's it's just really cool. And I liked what they did with with that component of it. See, I don't always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I first started, it was a little jarring ah, okay. uh, for me. Um, but I warmed up to it okay. uh, over fair. time. Are you? A, I'm curious, Chris. Are you a Saved by the Bell fan at all? No, ah, I never okay. watched it. I wonder if that's something that that sort of did they break the fourth wall and save by? Yeah, the something Zach Morris, the the main uh, character in there, would do would be like time out. And he would start talking to the audience about like what his next move oh, really? was going to be nice. or something like that. And sometimes he'd even move people around and they, he'd time back in and it's like, what, what happened? How did I do this? And Game on. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't uh, seen that. I, and I could, I could see enjoying that and I did enjoy it in this as it, as it went on. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a little jarring at first because I, I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, to- that totally makes sense. Um, let's see. Let's what's something that didn't jar you though, Chris? Uh, let's see. Uh, I love there were a couple just really good scenes in there. The like the one of my favorite scenes that actually was one of the few things that stuck in my mind. Oh yeah. Uh, later was the uh, the scene where he's talking about not being a sellout oh, and yeah. just doing what <laughs> the corporate sponsors want him to do. And as he's doing that, he's like flashing off his Pizza Hut and Doritos yep. and Pepsi, the choice of a new generation and right. all that stuff. And then Garth's suddenly wearing all Reeboks gear. Uh-huh. And uh, just I loved that that scene. Oh, totally. Uh, so much. Just the really good. Yeah, I, I was it was totally unexpected for me and I didn't quite catch on to what was happening until he mm-hmm. the Pizza Hut box was like up for a while and like Oh wait a second! He's he's doing a joke on being a sellout. Ah, oh, that's funny. And then it kept going, and it just yeah made me all the more. It was good. All the more fun. Um, was that something you liked, Paul? Yes, it was listed as one of my likes as well. Oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. Classic scene right there. Yeah, the, I, I'm history. 
of movie history? Wow. That's yeah. really escalating I think it. So. Okay. When you when you talk about such a popular thing as as uh not corporate sponsor, what product placement? Yeah. This is the scene that people always talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I'd say this or the Truman show. Though that's I guess doesn't feel as immediate since it's fake companies. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah. that makes more sense why this would hold a higher place. Yeah. Uh what's something else you like, Paul? Well, you took my corporate sponsor scene, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say the nineties commercials references. The the montage they had at the beginning was oh, fun yeah. to revisit <laughs> with good. the clap on clapper and uh, Oh that yeah, that even, was fun, yeah. And even the uh, Grey Poupon uh, spoof oh, that yeah. they did with yeah. the Rolls Royce. So okay. that was a fun throwback to the 90s. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, let's see. Something else I, I liked was the whole scene where Wayne and I think her name was Cassandra, Tia Carrera's character, uh, were speaking in Cantonese. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I just know a little. And all of a sudden, he's completely <laughs> fluent. And he's singing so much that the subtitles take a while to catch up to where he is. <laughs> yeah. I, I really just, I thought that was so ridiculous in the best way. I, I really enjoyed that. Well played. Well played indeed. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to Chris. Your turn again. Uh, I loved the uh, the multiple endings. I loved the yeah, gag at that the end. was good. Was good because you know, like it shows the ending, the first ending, which is terrible, and you just like that's obviously not how it's ending. But I love that they're they're doing that, and then they uh, and I, the Scooby Doo one was fantastic. Yeah, ripping yeah, it off the, the mask. Fr- yeah, it's the owner <laughs> of the haunted amusement park. That was so. And great. I loved how they set up that character early in the movie, where they said hello. I don't know if you caught him in the no, diner. No, they did. They oh. said hello. Yeah, yeah. Early in the movie, when they first go into the diner, they say hello, so and so. How's the haunted amusement park going? I totally oh, missed that. Oh wow. my gosh, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> That makes that joke so much better. Totally. Yeah. I thought it was just completely oh, non sequitur, but that's awesome. They seeded it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um and yeah, I I having not seen this movie before, I thought it was kind of gonna end on that low note and it's almost is I felt really? like, okay, I guess this is gonna be some sort of uh I don't know, metaphor or uh for how comedy doesn't fulfill you or some <laughs> some weird esoteric thing. I don't know. Um, but then when it started playing a different ending, I, I started like, oh, you're doing the clue thing. Ah, I like this. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, Paul, did you have any other likes? Uh, just my classic maker. Okay. Um, one other thing I liked was, and we, we allu- I talked about this in the trivial questions, but uh, when they meet Alice Cooper... And how he's just super knowledgeable about yes. Milwaukee all of a sudden. Milwaukee, yes. And he, he's acting all like he is a king when they're like bowing down. Yeah. And totally yeah. feeding he, he into that. It's yeah. one of my favorite scenes, yes. Yeah. Um, I just, I love that so much. That was, that was really great. Um, but let's talk about the things we loved the mostest in our cl- with our classic makers. And let's start with Paul. The thing that I like the most, most is that this movie, along with the the sketch in Saturday Night Live, birthed so many catchphrases. I was in mm. high school when this came out, oh, okay. And in the halls of the high school, everybody was always saying these phrases like 
not denied. No way. And all this, there's all these Wayne's World like party on. Excellent. Okay. It certainly does how, suck. <laughs> did, had you seen the movie by that time? That's not. how you knew they came from yeah, the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw this in theaters. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't know if I would have been completely, like, maybe that was going on in my middle school, but I may have been just been completely oblivious because I hadn't seen the movie. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but okay. So just all the references, the the cultural the relevance. And okay. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, let's see. How about you, Chris? What's your classic maker? Um, I loved Garth. I really? loved Garth's okay. character. Nice. I thought that was my favorite. Foxy. I loved. I thought, Foxy. yeah. <laughs> no, that was. I was going to mention that. Like the <laughs> the Foxy dance. Might have been yeah. my favorite scene. Oh no! I was watching it. I was watching it with my wife, and she's like, "I have never seen a human body move like that." And <laughs> it was, it was uh, like she was pretty skeptical. But we got to that scene, and she was cracking up at that scene because it was just awesome. so well done. I loved Dana. Car- that was Dana Carvey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, loved yeah. Dana Carvey's uh, just the mannerisms and like how timid he was. Mm-hmm. The, that character was just. So good. I think that really brought a lot of comedic value uh, to it. I think he out, yeah. outshined Mike Myers. I, oh, you nice. know, I, I could, I think I could definitely get on board with that. And I felt like he definitely had a lot more heart, um, or maybe not a lot more heart, but I felt like he had a lot of heart. And mm-hmm. I really, me? I'd like to get by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so lovable. Yeah, he absolutely is. No, I I was a little I I didn't quite catch, and maybe you guys could help me out figure this out. Why did he seem so um, timid to talk to new people? Is that just who he was, or was there a reason I missed? No, it's just who he is. Okay, no, he just that's just his character. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. Uh, well, for me, what I love most about Wayne's World was, and I've already pretty much talked about this, but sort of to tie a bow on it. Just when characters would have not a little, not a lot, but a ludicrous amount of knowledge, given what we assume about their yeah. character, uh, whether it's, like I said, already Wayne and the Catanese or Alice Cooper yeah. and Milwaukee, but also Garth, speaking of Garth, and how he knows all these like uh, trajectories and satellite terms and everything to get the signal bounced where <laughs> it needs to go at the end and just how he just goes off. <laughs> I, I, I really... I think so often in movies, you you all all of a sudden a character will just conveniently know something to move the plot yeah. forward, but when they take it to this level, it's just it's great. I, I had well, so yeah, much they, fun with that. Go ahead. They hang a lamp lampshade on it. They like point out the way too convenient stuff. Like yeah, that's a lot of information <laughs> that that security officer happened to have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, later they point out how useful that just conveniently yep. happened to be. And, uh, you know, all that, all that stuff. So they ma- did a good job of kind of making fun of a lot of the, the, the conveniences that you see in yeah. other movies. Absolutely. They're still doing it, but they're like calling it out. And I yep. love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's like a wink, wink, nod, nod. We're all smarter yeah. than this. We've all seen it before kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome, guys. Excellently uh, used in a comedy. Uh, uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, now we also, 
I, you know, we have our thoughts on the movies we cover, but we also like to find out what our, our listeners think about these movies. So I post like, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, several places. Uh, and here's what some of you had to say about Wayne's World. Uh, so first, Deborah Power said, yes, uh, she, as in she remembers some of it, uh, but very little. Just them shouting, Wayne's World, party time. <laughs> so thank you, Deb. Uh, Sean Davis from the Victims and Villains podcast said, party on. And uh, then Eric Purcell, who's in the last episode, also said, party on, Paul. Uh, so thanks, Sean and Eric. Uh, uh, Patrick Hicks also said, swing. <laughs> Which that actually, that is something that I, I've I've heard for so long throughout my my uh, just growing up from when this came out to now. And I, 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 in my adulthood, I knew that swing came from this, but I didn't really have a lot of context. I knew it was just sort of this like very, uh, a vulgar uh, type statement, but <laughs> it was, it felt a little less offensive after seeing this movie. So I was, I was glad. Well, and it, it felt was less offensive. Wow. Well, what, what did you think it meant? Before? <laughs> 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 it, and, I, and it was used a lot more in the, uh, the Saturday night live sketch. Oh, okay. They, okay. More often. So, okay. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm not explaining it the best. Um, but just, it, it was tame, more tame than what your mind. Yeah, and I think because we had more, yeah. just saw more of these characters, more knew them better. Not that they were just out to like get every woman they could all at once. That sounds implausible, mm. but I, I mean, it's not that they were just just. Horn dogs, even though they were. There are logistical difficulties <laughs> with that one. Yes, yes, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, they both still had their pants on, so it's all right. Oh my gosh. Gratuitous sex scene at the bottom. That's something else that was yeah. fun, seeing those little subtitles just explain <laughs> what was happening. Anyway, carrying on with what you guys thought, uh, our listeners thought, uh, Marty, Noggle, Marty Noggle McCormick said, I was just quoting this movie today. So thank you, Marty. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what you were quoting. Uh, then, uh, Paul, help me Schwing. with this name. Lane Rajesh? But yeah, you can go by that. What he wants to be online. So that's... Okay, fine. Well, Leon Rajesh, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, classic. Uh, I remember Mary Ann uh, quoting it a lot. Uh, made my crush on her even bigger, LOL. So I don't really, I don't know who Mary is. Tell us who it is, uh, Leanne. I, I will say this, that the LOL is backwards. Thanks. Uh, I, I knew there was something up with that. Loud out laughing. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, then Lemon City Live said, super cool, smiley face. Uh, EDMSF said, smiley face. And then, uh, Diego Avila 79 said, game on. And uh, Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Uh, I liked all those. I I forgot that. I was going to mention. Sorry, we already went by. But I liked all the the babe. uh, What do you call that? Turn of phrases where where it's like he takes one thing but makes it something else. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah, I like Abraham Lincoln. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all those like uh, maybe uh, Abraham Lincoln, yeah, that that one, 
because you just said it, Francisco. Uh, so thank you, Diego and Lemon City Live and EDMSF. And finally, Becky Williams says, party time. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Becky. And thank you, everyone. Lots of love for this movie. Uh, but there's got to be something that's not so great about it. And you know what? Here's one thing that I actually disagree with you, Paul, uh, and I think mm. also, Chris, about this. I felt like the jokes, not all of them, were timeless, like the Grey Poupon joke. And then when they're going oh, to definitely not. see yeah, that's true. Yeah. Alex, Alice Cooper, there's some brewery they go by, and I'm... I thinking they're trying to it's an ad from around that time that they're making fun of, but I had no idea what they were doing. Try seventies. Oh my gosh, it was a seventies ad? Okay, way outside my ballpark. Oh, it's Laverne and Shirley, the T V show. Go watch a few episodes of that. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Mr. Green from Clue in there. (laughs) Well that's I I do like Mike McKean. Um anyway, that's beyond the point. But I'm just saying, uh so I, I appreciate more of the, the comedy that I think is a bit more ageless. Even the Scooby-Doo thing. I think that's... That's, that's pretty... Yeah, that's pretty age timeless. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but some of those are a bit too on the nose for... Or a bit too periodical. Not oh, period. come on. Laverne and Shirley's timeless. I've never seen Laverne and Shirley. I haven't either. Well, that doesn't make it timeless. For those of us who have seen it and appreciate it, I speak well, for them. Well, I've seen the Grey Poupon ad, so I that I could say that's my, ki- my for kids me. aren't going to go back and watch Wayne's World and be like, "Oh, Grey Poupon!" Exactly, exactly. Laverne and Shirley. That's your promises. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, if you want them cultured, I hate Scooby Doo, but I got the Scooby Doo reference. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? You know what? I don't really care for Scooby Doo either. All right, I'm signing yes. off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> though, though tangent before we get to our dislikes um oh, no i should have left for real <laughs> <laughs> well i don't like hannah barbera cartoons oh interesting oh no this is getting worse <laughs> yeah looney tunes disney i'm all in but but hannah barbera cartoons i never liked the the style and i never thought they were that funny mm-hmm. and i hated no. the laugh track in flintstones so yeah you know what now that i think about it i don't think there were a lot of hannah barbera uh, shows I liked. That's interesting. Was Thundar the Barbarian <laughs> a Hanna Barbera cartoon? Oh, yes. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> having an aneurysm. <laughs> well, just to bring it back a little bit, my my quick story. Too late. When Paul and I were, oh gosh, Paul and I were living together. Sometimes he would get Scooby snacks, and I I tried some. I'm like, these are really good. <laughs> I like Scooby <laughs> snacks. <laughs> okay, Woo! see, that's it. That's my story. Uh, not, not long, Paul. You had nothing to worry about. Um, <laughs> now, uh, like the snacks, hate the character. Ex- All right, exactly. I'm glad we sold that. Non timeless jokes. That's something I didn't like. Chris, what's something you didn't like about this movie? Um, <clears throat> I it it had a lot of it had a very like. SNL sketch feel to it, mm, mm-hmm. but not like, not in a way that translated to to a movie. And you know how like you watch SNL and sometimes they'll have a sketch and you're like, this isn't really like right on target. You know, it's not mm-hmm, like really mm-hmm. hitting it hard. I feel like yeah. I, I see that a lot with SNL. <laughs> These um, days, 
Yeah, these days in particular, <laughs> I, I just can't sit through an episode. Yeah. Um, and I felt like this had had several instances, especially towards the beginning. Oh it was yeah, a harder sell at the uh, towards the beginning because mm-hmm. um, a lot of it just wasn't jiving. I could first. see that. Yeah, like how, especially if if you aren't super familiar with the the SNL the skit, um, which I'm not really. Uh, actually, the most familiarity I have with the skit comes from Stay Tuned, that movie, uh, <laughs> because they do Dwayne's a parody Underworld. on it. Yeah, Dwayne's Underworld, yeah. Because um, I saw that movie way more as a kid than this movie, <laughs> which I never saw. Wow. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's. It, I feel like just sort of introducing the characters, I almost feel like... I think that's it's a very fan service thing to do to have you introduce them with that the with them on TV on this cable access channel but it, I almost I almost feel like I want a different type of introduction to them. I don't know what that would look like, but I think that would have made it more cinematic so to speak. That's me. Are you just... looking for like an Oscar? <laughs> like <laughs> this is a comedy. Well, it could win at least a Golden Globe uh, for comedy. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't expect it to be. I'm just, I, I'm just sort of riffing off what Chris said. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I take it you don't have anything like that, Paul. I, I bet you don't even have anything you didn't like, except maybe a tragedy maker. Am I right? That's because I told you earlier. But but yeah. the way you break the, I like breaking the fourth wall. Why am I breaking wall? the fourth Because I'm allowed to talk to the audience. That's why. <laughs> Fine, Paul. Fine. Uh, something else I didn't like is my co-host, Paul. Jeez, that guy. No, um, back to Wayne's <laughs> oh, world. Gets on everybody's nerves. <laughs> Always interrupting. He's like Pepper. A little bit's okay. Too much is too much. <laughs> Except Dr. Pepper. Um, Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? (laughs) We're descending into madness right now. Okay, bring it back, Francisco. Uh, Something else I didn't like. I did not understand what the deal with this, that sickly guy on their like TV crew was, on Wayne's TV crew. Um, I, I mean, he's just hanging around acting sick. I didn't understand the joke to that. Did you guys pick up on something? There's always that guy. No, but did you what? know that one of the other crew, that's uh, Dom DeLuise's son, who oh, okay. is on Encino Man. Oh, oh, okay. check out the dude with the beak. Oh, okay, cool. He's the boyfriend, yeah. So Nice. Didn't, I just wanted to make I'm totally drawing a blank guy, on the sick guy. I'm not. He was he's so, like the guy they picked up um, when, like. Like, when he's going to he's gonna vomit in the car. Oh, I promise you, Garth, he's not going to vomit. I'll. I'll, I'll I'll guarantee, oh, yeah. guarantee it. And you see him recurring. You're it's you. It's you into this. Exactly, yes. Um, you see him like throughout the movie at different parts. I'm like, why are we focusing on this guy at all? He's adding nothing. I d- I, He's probably a childhood friend of one of the actors. Just um, like several of those camera guys. Okay, all right. I guess that could be. That That at least explain it, but it just seemed very odd to me that he was there. <laughs> hey, do you know if the guy at the gas works, that the bodyguard, was he, was that Meatloaf? Because that looked like Meatloaf. I saw Meatloaf and the cast and crew. So oh, okay. Me, so me, that's probably yeah. him. Okay. 
Um, I'm not super familiar with what Meatloaf looks like, so I wouldn't recognize him um, unless he was carrying a tenor sax or something. But um, Or he would do anything for love, but not that. Sure, why not? Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris, what's something else you don't like? I didn't find uh, Wayne's character super funny, like inherently funny. Like, hmm. I, like I loved Garth. I thought Garth was like inherently hilarious. I didn't find – and it wasn't just that it wasn't funny, but it wasn't like charming that much. Mm, mm-hmm. Like there you were didn't some like funny him in parts. His underwear? Gosh. Oh, that was my favorite part. That was the one <laughs> <Okay>. redeeming part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um No, I mean he, he okay, he did some funny stuff. Um maybe I should it, maybe it's just he wasn't like inherently charming. I didn't like like I don't know. I don't know. What he hadn't he reached did. he didn't Shrek draw me in yet. Yeah. And it kind of ties into my my tragic maker, so I'll save I'll okay. save the All rest right. of that. Yeah. Fair enough. Um how did you feel about that though, Paul? Did you did you do you dispute that? Did you like? Uh, no, I don't dispute it because he played more of a straight man. I think um, I, he did have some I felt funny. Like lines. Rob Lowe was more of a straight man among them. No, I mean I know he's the villain, but still, uh, and he did have some funny lines. Like I don't even own a gun. What am I supposed to like the way he, he emphasized different words? No, he totally had funny lines. I mean, the whole Cantonese part, right? And, uh, right. The uh, yeah, no, I mean, he definitely, he, <laughs> and the whole scene where he's making fun of the CEO of Noah's Arcade. Oh yeah, right. Oh, with the while, cards, you know, yeah, yeah with yeah. the cards and stuff. Like he yeah. totally did funny stuff. So mm-hmm. it's not that he wasn't funny. But he wasn't. Yeah. I, I think it was more just the character didn't draw me in as much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you did say you like Garth better, and I I tend to agree with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nice. Maybe uh, it should be Garth's world. <laughs> you know Hello, what? It's, everybody, welcome to my show. I I was a little <laughs> interested, in and I, I kind of don't like reading about stuff like this, like disputes on set. I want to hear that everything was great. Everyone loved each other. Everyone loved working together. Oh, no. I love hearing that. Uh, and this wasn't, I mean, there was some of that, uh, which isn't related to this, so I won't go there. But um, apparently, uh, Michael Myers was, I forget what the phrase was, but not scared, but almost didn't want, oh, didn't want um, Dana Carvey to be in the movie or have as big a role because at the time, Dana Carvey was a much bigger star than Michael Myers was. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why he is like, uh, I won't. I, Did I, you say Michael Myers? Because that's a Halloween guy, right? Mike Myers. Wait. All right. They're the, they have the same name. Mike Myers, Michael Myers. No, one's Myers. Mike Myers and Michael Myers, yeah. Fine, Paul. Mike Myers, the actor. There you go. Not there you go. the guy in Cut Out, William Shatner mask. Um, anyway. yes, there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Fine, then. Go. Uh, so yeah, he he didn't he wanted more of the limelight or didn't want Dana Carvey to steal the limelight. So that's just that's interesting that you guys. I think we all liked Garth a bit more than Wayne, um, yeah. given that dynamic. So it's was this uh, what had Mike Myers done any films before this, or was this kind of his first one? Was I this think this was like, his. So I married an axe murderer and stuff. He did that one next. Then I believe it was okay. Wayne's World Two. Then Austin the Austin Powers movies. So, 
Okay. There's your filmography. There you go. There you go. And then Dana Carvey didn't really catch on with anything. He did that um, Master of Disguises movie. Mm -hmm. I remember that flunked. I never saw it. Me neither. I I remember Turtle Turtle from the ad. That's all I know of that movie. Um, Yeah, which is kind of sad because he seemed like a funny guy in this. So I I don't know what happened there. Maybe just works best as a side character. Maybe. That could be. Uh, They never came out with the Church Lady movie. That's why. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, something that didn't work really good for me, though, was I felt like Tia Carrera's, her performance just felt forced to me. Like you Maybe it was. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's that's. I just felt like either she wasn't having much fun or she's trying to take the part too seriously or I don't know what I was feeling from her. But well, was, she, Is she actually um, English as a second language? Because her character was is that is she i honestly don't know i mean she because did, she definitely seemed like she had an accent so yeah i, yeah, yeah. I kind of see that you know because i've seen that with i mean obviously you know uh other people who come from other countries as english as a second language kind of struggle on the actual dramatic acting part such as uh arnold schwarzenegger or what? uh jack jackie chan you know as, as fun as they are to watch, they aren't uh, the the best actors, you know. Yeah. Well, she was I born it, in Hawaii, but I don't know if that's uh, – sorry to talk over you. That's what I'm paid to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they pay you the big bucks. That's right. But I don't know if – it doesn't say if she was like a native Hawaiian speaker. Yeah, but well, I mean, if she was born in Hawaii, her, then she would have learned English. I mean, they, yeah, exactly. She's been enough around English enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's been around that guy English enough. Jeez, yeah, she should know English. Yeah, um, wow. even if it is a second language, exactly. But anyway, I, I, I felt like her performance was stilted and/or forced. So that's one thing I didn't like. Um, mm. But I think, uh, Chris, unless you have any others, I think we're going to go ahead and go to our Tragic Makers. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready as well. Paul, since you've been Wayne the longest, because you're a lover of Wayne's World, uh, what was the thing you hated most about this movie? Uh, oh, you think so? Because my hate is a big one. Oh, is it? it Should, would you like lot. me to save it? No, it's one of those slammers, though. It's that this movie oh, is no, just... Oh, no, a slammer. A Paul slammer downright silly i think a lot of the jokes in fact i would say more often than not the jokes don't land like they're trying they come across as trying to be funny Uh and it's just kind of like eh, okay you're trying to be funny there so it's just (laughs) i i there are parts that are funny yeah don't get me wrong but there are i think there are more moments especially now uh-huh. that i don't know if it's because i've seen it and i'm kind of used to it but it just seems it's it's not as it's like oh they're trying to be funny it's kind of like when when dana carvey he does say hey does this guy remind you of the that twilight episode and i'm like oh you're trying to be funny but what's the point you know they're you're kind of like yeah it's kind of like falling it's like uh really uh, yeah okay. the, and that was that was one of the problems I had with a lot of the fourth wall breaking was mm. like, I'm totally cool with breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're going to either push the story forward through that or say something hilarious. And mm-hmm. if you're not doing one of those two things, if you're just like, right. like uh, uh, there was a moment when like, okay, they were watching 
he was watching um, what's her face uh, on the stage from the Gee audience. Career, yeah, yeah. And he like she's turns and babe. looks at the camera. Yeah, <laughs> turns and looks at the camera and is just like she's a babe, and then turns back and it's kind of like what? Well, that's <laughs> what was that's, that for? That's that I would say is pushing the story forward. He's explaining. Okay, I'm. I will have her. Oh yes, you know one of those things. Like okay, this is I the guess, character motivation for me. I feel like you it's know, a missed opportunity. Kind of there could have been something yes. funny there. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yeah, and there, I agree. And there wasn't. I agree. Yeah, I'm glad we're so agreeable now. Anything, anything else to go with that slammer, Paul, or was that pretty much? That's that's. I think it. encompasses a lot of what's wrong yeah. with this film. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, one yet a big. One step for Paul, yet one giant step for Paul disliking kind. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. <laughs> Neither does he. It's okay. Fight me, Paul. <laughs> don't, don't call out my, my lack of com- comedic skills. Uh, Chris? Uh, Speaking of jokes that don't land. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Walked into that one. Uh, Chris, what's uh, your tragic maker for Wayne's World? Um, kind of similar. Um, although I, the way I looked at it was a lot of the characters are just, they were two-dimensional. Like, there wasn't mm. really character development. They tried to have a little bit when, mm, okay, definitely. he has a spat with Garth, and then I felt like the the thing where he gets in an argument with, I can never remember her name. Tia um, Carrera? Tia Carrera. Mm-hmm. Uh, that felt kind of Cassandra. contrived. <laughs> Cassandra, yeah. That felt kind of contrived um, and, and just didn't yeah. feel like... The characters weren't really developing, which I get because it's it's very farcical. Yeah. So I know right. I'm not like supposed to be taking the character seriously, especially given how like ridiculous the end is. Right. Um, yes. Right. And how often they like just make fun of the character and the, and it's making fun of itself the whole time. So I get that, but at the same time, I do feel right. like I, I I like I would like it better if mm. I if Mike Myers was drawing me in somehow if I felt like he mm-hmm. was develop his character was developing a little bit more throughout it and and so that didn't happen and and so yeah a lot of it was goofy and some of the jokes didn't land and stuff but i think just like i needed something i needed something to hold on to (laughs) it's all surface level and the surface is slick (laughs) yeah i i can completely appreciate that uh chris i didn't quite um have that much of a it wasn't that much of a distraction for me that they weren't the characters weren't as deep, mm-hmm. but I agree that they weren't. It's absolutely true. Um, it's like people only do these things because because they get paid, <laughs> and that's just really sad. So that's, where are they selling now? Jeez, um, where, where are the where's the nonprofit movie industry? <laughs> <laughs> I want my raunchy comedies for the sake of raunchy comedy, not because they're greedy. Wow. Yes, it's the choice of a new generation <laughs> oh, while God. holding up a Pepsi can. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of uh, two-dimensional characters or uh, just this being a very surface-level movie, my tragic maker speaks right into that. Um, I don't really buy Cassandra liking Wayne at all. I mean, not at all. Interesting. I just Weird. don't see that. Um, okay. And so them getting together just – I mean, even when they were together – 
they didn't seem like they had much chemistry. And maybe that goes back to what we've sort of said about Wayne not being as engaging a character. But I just, hmm. I, I just did not see them did together. Did you see her as an engaging character? Because then there you have two strikes. Like neither one is engaging. So when no, together, but she makes it's... up for it. She makes up for it by being hot. So that. <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> Actually, she's not my type. Funnily enough, um, but not that funnily as a word. Uh, funnel I was about to say, is that Ooh, more? Does that funnel describe cake. funnels no, or type. funny? <laughs> Um, anyway, um, what Paul? I was thinking funnel cake. What did you say? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you said that uh, Wayne wasn't engaging. Oh, but... oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, I don't think I was engaged with either of them. Yeah, well, that I could see why you weren't that interested then. And I'm wondering, do I really think she's hot or not? I don't know. Oh my gosh, I don't think it's worth pondering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your damaged goods, lady. Yeah, I think I think I like Jamie Lee Curtis more. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Bates, all the way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's oh, and you. on that note, uh, wow, Alice, I think we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate Wayne's World a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, whether you've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you rewatch this again. It's not worth seeing just if you're fresh to it. Or a uh, tragic, we'd recommend don't seek this out if you've never seen it. And if you have seen it, and you by chance have good memories of it, just leave those good memories intact. Don't sully them with a rewatch. So uh, we'd like to start with our guest, Chris Cowan. What is your rating for Wayne's World? Um, so this was, it was hard because when I first, like I started it and like the first few minutes, kind of like I mentioned at the beginning, I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have to rate this a tragic because mm-hmm. it just was not grabbing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it won me over enough by the end. There was enough funny parts in it to where I could give it a solid uh, nostalgic. Okay. Um, I would, you know, I, I think it. I think it's it. It has enough universal funniness to it to where like I could show it to someone else. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those you have to see it. It's not one of those. It, it has a lot of pop culture references and mm-hmm. stuff that isn't timeless. Um, so I think I, solid and nostalgic, yeah. Can you think of, and I mean, I can think of one, but I'm curious, are there any other SNL, like movies from SNL slash Lauren Michaels that you think are timeless? Coneheads, no. Wow. Out of what field? Oh, man, I know there's one, but I can't can't remember what it was. Well, the, um, is Austin Powers or Tommy Boy? I don't know if Austin Powers is considered one. I don't think so. Tommy Boy, though, I think is one. And that's one I, Tom- I would personally is, consider, but... Is Tommy Boy a... Uh, is it's, that based on an SNL sketch, or is it... Is, no, it's, that's a Lauren Michaels, Michaels production, yeah. So yeah, maybe Tommy Boy's fantastic. Okay, but really, I think... Really, any, any of the Chris Farley movies. Yeah. I'm no, trying to think, though, if, if we want just, like, from a Beverly skit... Beverly Hills Ninja what? does not... Oh, yeah. Good point. Beverly Hills Ninja 
not, it's been a while since I've seen that, up. so I might be waxing. You, you can listen to this podcast called the Retro Rewind Podcast and find out <laughs> if it's worth rewatching or not. They they give <laughs> right. they, they have pretty solid opinions over there. Yeah, uh, that's what I heard. <laughs> but some occasionally, of the podcasts are as long. As the I, movie, I can think of so six episodes where they've the had a really good opinion <laughs> on it. But. <laughs> you both told really funny jokes, but you told them over each other, so oh, no sorry. one gets that's to hear. It. No, that's fine. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so anyway, I think what you landed on was nostalgic, Chris. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Solid, nostalgic. Solid nostalgic. Solid yeah. nostalgic. And if you can think of a, a skit, like a, or a SNL-based movie, let us know. But I'm going to go over to my co-host, Paul. How do you rate Wayne's World? Like I said, most of the jokes didn't land, so I'm going to have to rate this a tragic. Really? Whoa. As wow. if. Yeah. And look. He's flat on my butt. No, I, <laughs> this movie is you a classic. I'm really, really? Oh. now. Wow, you I had know, me my going nos- too. I'm just totally my nostalgic <laughs> glasses might be so. You're playing with my this. heart right now, right? Yeah, that I, 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 I'm really shocked that both of you didn't really enjoy this because I really enjoyed it, and I'm surprised like more people. I'm not surprised as many comments and likes that we got because a lot of people like this film Uh uh-huh so and i yeah now i i do i will say that it is true that most of the jokes didn't land but i think the other ones that did made up for it and it was a fun watch for me man (laughs) (laughs) okay so we have a tragic from no no i'm sorry we have a nostalgic from chris and, yes. and uh, switcheroo, not tragic, but a, a <laughs> classic, classic from Paul. Nice. Which I'm still getting over because I really thought you were going to say tragic. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, I guess. But um, sure. so for me, I, honestly, uh, so th- again, I haven't seen this movie before. This is the first time watching it. And I honestly, afterwards, I'm like, okay, it's at least nostalgic. But I don't know if I want to rate a classic. It's very like on the edge there. And and I was hoping after this conversation, I would I would get, I would <laughs> be better equipped to say, okay, yeah, this is why I just said, um, no help at all. <sighs> you know what's really sticking in my mind? Foxy. No, no, not that. Actually, <laughs> so good. That, Bugs- <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't remember Bugs- that part so well, and I don't know why. That's fine. Yeah, but the you bring it that the Scooby Doo thing was seated was in the seated. movie before. Yeah. That I mean, that is just like that puts it on another level for me. So good. <laughs> so, and I laughed out loud several times. I actually did enjoy this movie, and that's always been a big factor in me um, rating my movies classic or not. Though I I didn't fall asleep, but I was close toward the end. Um, so, ah, okay. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say classic for Wayne. Oh, right. it's, it's tough. It's, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, I think it's worth, it's definitely worth seeing once, at least once. And there I, you go. I think I could see myself years down the road watching it again. So I think I'm going to go with Wayne's world. Um, have you seen wow. this boy? I'm the one dragging this score down. I no, feel bad. No, no, no. This, no, this is a first. Usually, no. like, this is the first time uh, Francisco's <laughs> rated a movie higher than me. 
And that it's a might comedy. Be. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm like on a spree with these. And comedies. it's a comedy that's not grounded in reality. That's like usually your thing, Francisco. That's usually Francisco's thing. It, like there's... I wanted, I wanted Bill Murray in in What About Bob to be firmly grounded in reality. Yeah, but there were no younger kids that disobeyed their parents. And so. there are no stupid I'm, neighbors trying to true. burn down a house that they wanted. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and now I'm the one all like, so oh, the characters didn't draw me in. I want my characters <laughs> to be real in a comedy. Like, what's, I don't, what, did we like switch somehow? I don't know. I, I think don't Freaky this. Friday. Yeah, right. I think it's great. It I think it's great, though. That, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I, I, yeah. I'm not gonna just spin my wheels on it. It happened. For it, it's set. I can't change my reign now. So according to the Retro wow. Rewind podcast, <laughs> the Wayne's World is a disputed classic movie, indis- inexplicably, um, or maybe That's not. It's amazing. Um, but uh, so we'd recommend go out and see it. Uh, if you go out and rewatch it, or go out and see it for the first time. All right, so we've just about reached our last nav point and the end of the episode, but actually not the end of the show. Um, If you've ever played a game like Star Fox or Super Mario World, you know that you may get to the end of the level, but there's still more you can find and explore, and you just have to search a little harder. Um, And like that, there's bonus content that goes along with this episode. Uh, You don't need to really... Explore you don't need a GPS and you don't even need a cheat code. All you need is to be one of our patrons on Patreon for as little as one dollar per episode. And you can uh listen to our new tubes. Uh we had a pretty funny one, a couple podcasts and a pretty funny one uh from Reddit of all places, uh this time. <laughs> um uh we also did a fun uh karaoke uh not karaoke, but uh singing song for our one point twenty one game watts. Uh, which was a lot of fun. So if if you are a patron, thank you so much, and I hope you look enjoy that uh, bonus stage episode. And if you're not, please consider being one. There's lots of other rewards and lots of other things you can get, uh, including being, getting an invite to watch these episodes live as we record them and even ask us questions after if you'd like. So I hope you consider becoming one of our patrons. And... Uh, but if not, thank you for listening this far into the episode, and we're almost done. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. We, in addition to the feedback you gave us for Wayne's World, we got some other feedback just in general. So I'd like to read some of that for you because um, we appreciate any feedback you all give us. Uh, first comes from uh, Diego Avila, who is at a Latina lawyer on Twitter. He said, I think I'd be, I think I would be with Francisco on Santa Claus from 1985, which was our 101st episode, one episode back. Um, uh, he'd agree that Santa Claus merits a tragic rating. Uh, well, he thinks, he, but he doesn't know. You he, don't know <laughs> until you actually go back and view it. He said he saw it 20 years ago, and that was enough or some something like that. Oh, so yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I'm not going to force you. Because <laughs> you ain't his papa. Um, That's right. So thank you for uh, – that actually spurred on quite a, a lively – uh, gif off is what I'll say um, between me, Paul, and Eric Purcell. Uh, so thank you for trying that, Diego. Then uh, Brian Keating 
said, uh, also referring to Santa Claus, hashtag not my Santa. Hello. Oh. Uh, (laughs) sorry couldn't resist uh just started listening and looking forward to a few laughs so hope hope we made you laugh there uh brian uh and eric also responded to brian by saying he's such a good santa though the rest of the movie well you'll just have to listen so indeed um thank you for adding to that eric uh, if you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, you can go to our website, again, RetroRewindPodcast.com, and you can also join our Facebook group at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group. Hi, all. This is Francisco from the future. Just wanted to break in with a quick announcement to let you know that I was a guest on another podcast called Cinescope, which you can find at TheCinescopePodcast.com. I'll look for episode 17, where I talked with the host of that show chad hopkins about one of my favorite movies crimson tide had an awesome time talking with him and uh that should be releasing on thanksgiving day 2016 uh if you're outside the u.s then whatever november 24th is 2016 for you (laughs) but uh now back to uh the regularly scheduled program and now I'll kick it over to Paul so he can uh, mention some other stuff as well as the other social media channels he can you can find us on. Next time, we're going to be brave and go into the water back in 1975 for Jaws. Dun, 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 dun. But until then, you can find us on theretrojunkies.com. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher. Support us through Patreon and PayPal. And follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. But if you want to find me personally online, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. And I'm uh, probably on the social media that you are. Nice. Thank you so much, Paul. Uh, it's, I mean, I always say you're a good friend, good co-host. But the, I mean, the show wouldn't be what it is without you. So thank you so much for being a part of it. Well, likewise. And thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, much like Wayne's World. Wayne's a nobody without Garth, as we've already talked about. So, yeah. you, you're you're my Wayne, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> you're my Wayne. That sounds aw- that sounds wrong. <laughs> that does sound a little wrong. You're right. Um, you're my Garth. Yes, uh, I was trying to give you a backhanded compliment because it was funny. See, I can be funny too, guys. I'm funny. <laughs> <No way. laughs> Yes, it's actually pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your history buffness, Paul, also. Um, <laughs> but uh, I also want to thank our guest, Chris. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. Congratulations on your promotion also. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very sought after. I don't know where you guys are laughing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I like the pay increase, chief, though. Good, chief entertainer. Good yeah. job on that. Chief. Double, oh, yeah. tripled, actually. Yeah, it's amazing what we can pay out. <laughs> it actually increased infinitely. Strangely yeah. enough, <laughs> funny how zero can do that. <laughs> oh my, um, Chris, uh, can you tell? Uh, can you tell us where else can we laugh at your comedic wit? And uh, and do you have anything you'd like to promote in general? Um, I would like to promote goodwill, peace, and harmony. <laughs> there you go. Um, Should we hunt after it? Yes, definitely. 
Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me at uh, my personal website, madcowan.com, where I post just kind of random stuff occasionally. Mm-hmm. And you can find links to all my social media stuff. You can add me nice. on Facebook or follow me or whatever on that or Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter, but I don't really use it. It just... But you just can. post your Instagram and Facebook stuff. I won't, I won't stop you. It's not illegal. Um, yes. You can also head over to, yeah, yet. Who knows? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> you can also uh, head over to breakroomstudios.com. That's where if I'm working on any like podcasts or other projects, you'll probably find a link to it there. Sweet. So, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. And even though we've, we've mentioned pop muckers a lot, I think there, I, I actually recently just started re-listening to some of the old ones and really enjoying them. So I think they still hold up. If you're, if you're new to the show, then you can just wait with bated breath for the, the next, the continuation. Um, we try to be timeless and evergreen. Yeah, exactly. uh, You know, exactly. Uh, so thank you so much again, Chris. It was awesome having you on again. And uh, let's see. You. You, oh, yeah, absolutely. And you can find me, Francisco, on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. And I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Thank you. Most of all, you who's listening right now don't know where you are, don't know what you're doing. But I hope we made your date a bit brighter. In fact, I pray that we were able to bring some joy to your day. And thank you so much for listening and for hopefully laughing along with us. And if you've subscribed, thank you for subscribing, for supporting us on Patreon or PayPal, for just sharing the podcast with your friends. We, we appreciate all of you. I was praying that uh, this would make their day a little more miserable. So we'll see who God loves more, <laughs> Francis or me. Oh, wow. I'll just type amen and like that comment, and then I'm Why sure I'll get the, the favoritism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Um, you'll have to be a part of the Break Room Studios group to get that. Anyway, uh, so we'll <laughs> like a Pokemon trainer. we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Party time! Excellent! And route! Alright. I think that's what they said. Alright. Party on, Francisco. Party on, Paul. Party Party on, on Chris. Chris. Party on.